welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. So let's talk about religion. My grandmother used to tell me that uh, I shouldn't talk about religion and politics and polite company. And of course, I spend most of my time doing both of those all the time, talking about both of those all the time. Uh, I want to talk about religion because there's a trend in our society that really uh, fascinates and irritates me at the same time. And it's, I think it's going to lead us in a, in a very uh, misguided sort of direction. And, and it's this desire, I think it's, a, it's sort of a, a desire that's arisen out of our culture in the last century or so, maybe a little longer than that, uh, to, to believe that all religions go in the same, lead to the same place. Uh, it's sometimes said all roads lead to Rome. Uh, meaning ultimately all religions head in the same direction. Now, I spend a lot of time studying religions, teaching on religions, writing about religions, fascinated with them. Uh, I'm very clear about what I believe. I'm very clear about who I am and where I stand. But but, but for a guy who is, um, oh, probably best described as an evangelical, I think I'm broader than the way that word is usually defined, but that's fine. I don't mind taking that title. Um, I have lots of relationships with Muslims and Buddhists and Hindus and what have you. And I, and I like those interactions. And, and I like the fact that we disagree. I like the fact that I'm being bold about being a Christian. I like the fact that I still have relationships with these people. And they know that I'm always going to try to convince them in a polite way. Um, despite whatever other fun or professional work we're doing, I'm always going to try to convince them uh, that Jesus is the way. That's just who I am as, as an evangelical. I'm not rude. I'm not bombastic. Um, but that's what, that's what I believe. Well, what's interesting is that in our society, there's a sort of a, a wish, kind of a, almost a secularist's dream, or maybe it's not a secularist dream, but it's a, it's a, it's a wish or desire that's coming out of our society that, that all religions can somehow be either morphed into one or that they all lead to the same place. And whatever else is true of religion, whatever else is true of the world's religions, that idea cannot be true. And, and this is what I want to talk about today. I, I was reading uh, recently about a new movement called Chrislam. And Chrislam is an attempt on the part of some to merge Christianity and Islam. Now, there are some common underpinnings to Christianity and Islam, no question about it. Muhammad was a man who uh, traveled as a caravan leader for uh, many, many years. He spent a lot of time with Jews and Christians. He admired them. And when he devised his religion, uh, he brought many elements of Christianity and of Judaism into Islam. No question. We can document it. I mean, even down to practical things like, you know, the eating of pork and so on. I mean, there's just no question that this has been, that there's a certain amount of overlap. But the, the, the substantive differences cannot be sidestepped other than by people who don't believe these religions are true or, or don't respect them. If you don't respect religions, if you don't respect their various distinctives, then you can just say, ah, they're all basically the same thing. Let's just shove them all into the same box. But if you, if you have respect for their theological distinctives and respect for the religions as they come from their adherence and from their tradition, well, they can't be blended they can't be merged. Let me give you some examples. Um, Islam teaches that Allah is so far removed and so distinct from man 
that to even associate with him with something is a sin called shirk. That, that's spelled the way we would say shirk responsibility, S-H-I-R-K. Um, so that, uh, Allah, by definition, is a removed, capricious, all-powerful God who is not offering man a relationship. He's not offering man uh, any kind of a, of, a, of a joy, joy, joy way down deep in his heart. Christianity, on the other hand, posits a God who is all love. By the way, in Islam, there are 99 names for God. None of them is love. In Christianity, uh, God is all love. He's always trying to reach to man. He is always trying to use any means he can to communicate who he is to man. He'll compare himself to an unrighteous judge or a neighbor who's irritating us by hammering on our door at night. He'll, he'll relate himself to a flower or a bird or, a, you know, he, just anything he can find. And then, of course, ultimately, he gives us Jesus Christ, who, who is God and man merged. And so that's that's completely different let's take the issue of jesus in islam jesus is one in a series of prophets but he's not the son of god he didn't die for the sins of the world he wasn't raised again and of course in christianity he was all those things the son of god born of a virgin uh, died for the sins of the world raised again we could go on and on and on and on so do you understand that i have muslim friends and i i love them as friends I, I disagree with them uh, religiously, obviously. They know what I believe. We talk about it openly. I try to convert them. Um, they tell me the virtues of their religion. There's an open, honest, uh, sometimes loud, <laughs> and food, uh, food flies sometimes at the table um, while we discuss these things. But at no time do we just simply say, you know what, let's just merge our religions and be happy. That's not legitimate. It's anti-intellectual. It's dishonest. Um, it's, it's an insult to these religions, uh, and it's ultimately not going to lead us anywhere. And it actually, I think it's kind of a blinding wish when our politicians in America try to talk to Muslims as though basically we're all on the same path to the same God. Muslims just laugh. The Muslims in the Middle East, I've been with them watching presidential speeches, um, and, and sitting there in the Middle East watching some of our presidents give speeches, and they just laugh. They, they know this is not true. And what they do is they lose respect for what American Christians believe. Well, we could just go on and on and on. One of the religions that's had a lot of influence in American society in recent uh, decades uh, is Hinduism. Well, you can't merge Hinduism and Islam. I mean, you can't merge Hinduism and Christianity. You can't merge even Hinduism really with Buddhism, in fact. Um, These are not the same. Hinduism teaches that our reality in this world is, is, is really not ultimate reality. And that our goal is to live through many incarnations in many different life forms, ultimately fulfill karma, and be liberated, achieve moksha, to become one with Brahman, the divine energy or ultimate intelligence of the universe. But there's not a personal God. Uh, there's not, there's not a, a deity uh, out there that, that is, loves us and is sacrificing for us or even is like the God in Islam. That's not what they believe. Now, there are many, many sub-deities in, in Hinduism, uh, tens of thousands of them. But the ultimate goal of Hinduism is to merge with Brahma, merge with the ultimate consciousness, divine energy, whatever, universal consciousness. 
And uh, that's completely different from Christianity. I mean, there is no Jesus. There's no sin. Instead, they go with karma, which is measured by the, not as an absolute system of right and wrong, but by the way that uh, a certain action has implications. I mean, these religions cannot be merged. So the question comes to my mind, why do people want to do this so much? Why do they want to merge it? And, and I think the reason that this desire for merging religions comes along um, is, that, is that people essentially don't want to have to confront the claims of each religion. It's a little bit of intellectual laziness and dishonesty. I think it's a, a little bit of cowardice. But I think also um, it, is, it is the fact that in order to confront the honest claims of religions, uh, you have to be uh, willing, once you find something that's true, to commit yourself to it. And people basically don't want to commit. So what they want to do is they want to merge everything into one big religious edifice, you know, maybe like, like it says in the book of Acts, worshiping the unknown God, making an idol to the unknown God, and so on. But, but I, I want to just caution those of you who are listening to this podcast, and I'm so glad that you do, um, watch the religious education that's, that's being offered uh, in your church, in your synagogue, in your temple. Uh, watch what's being said in the schools. Watch what's being said in your religious school for your kids. Um, let's be honest. Religions differ. You can't just super glue them together. And we're not doing the job of teaching people the, this, this great, this, the religions that have been the engine of history. Um, we're, we're, we're not doing the job of teaching that if we just simply think that they all lead to the same place. Plus, I think we will not be equipping the next generation to contend in their generation. We are heading to a more religiously infused world, not a less religiously infused world. And in the West, we often are disarmed or unarmed for these, kind of, uh, this, these kinds of clashes that are coming because we have had kind of a pie-in-the-sky, mushy, blending, kind of you know one-eye-closed, milky film over the other sort of approach to religions. And as a result, we have not dealt with the distinctives. And at the same time, of course, as you've heard me speak of in other podcasts, we're dumbing down our own uh, Christianity here in the West. So the reason that I think this is so important uh, is that I think it's a lie. I think it's dishonest. Uh, I think we should, we should respect religions in general as the things that human beings believe, but, but not have the kind of respect that just says they're all equally true and somehow in some way that we don't understand, they all fit together. They don't. They don't fit together. They are completely different systems, offering a completely different view of divinity, offering a completely different understanding of man's problem in the world, and offering completely different solutions. And I think the future is going to increasingly be defined, not just by radical Islam, but by even radical Christianity. We're seeing a rise of radical Hinduism, uh, Sikh. I think you're going to see a religiously infused world, and we'd better stop this false perspective on what religions are and how they differ and make sure that we understand them and make sure that we know who we are, what we believe, and how we should contend in the marketplace of religious ideas. This Stephen Mansfield podcast was brought to you by the Mansfield Group. Find us at mansfieldgroup.com.